0: Hello, my name is Delmer Eldred, and welcome to The Eye on Clickitat County. And today I have with me Greg Wagner, founder of Cease. And Greg, you have done a lot of work, you and Cherry and the group at CEAS, and have put uh, at the forefront, now the county commissioners are starting to pay attention to moratorium and the possibility of getting these moratoriums in place so we can start working on ordinances to regulate this solar. but And... All of a sudden, here comes Cypress Creek that wants private meetings with the planning director and the commissioners. Uh, Greg, what do you think is going on behind the scenes here?
1: Well, I believe Cypress Creek is quite worried. Their plans are in jeopardy now that we have a solar moratorium in place. And this time, when we give our testimony, it will be before the planning commission rather than the board of county commissioners as it was done in may of 2021 at that time they quickly rescinded our moratorium but this time it has to go before nine citizens so we're going to we're going to have a different outcome and yes they did show up friday they met with the planning director mochi limblad and the director of economic development dave mcclure that was up on the third floor of the services building behind closed doors we could look in but we couldn't hear what they were saying but I know that they were in there discussing their pre-submission plan for the Carriager project, along with their other plans, because Carriager is twelve hundred and twenty-five acres, and these solar companies come in and they start off with one little site, and then they have phase two, phase three, phase four. Cypress Creek had gone to FSEC and it inquired about six thousand acres of permitted ground here in Solar, in uh, Solardale, but it's Goldendale, and. We know that they're looking at 6,000 acres, so they plan more. So I'm sure they were up there talking to, to Mochi about about their future in our county, along with uh, Dave McClure. He's been one of them that's been in, inviting these solar companies in for the last six years, enticing them to come to our county. We have the EOZ, which is fast-track permitting. It's even faster than if these solar companies go to FSEC. We have a superhighway here to permitting. So that's what they're here about. I don't know what they discussed, but when they sit in these meetings with the Mochi Limblad and, and Dave McClure, they should be paying for their time with our county workers. We have a, a policy that they are supposed to pay, but they aren't being billed. We citizens pay our taxes to the county, which pays Dave McClure and Mochi Limblad's salary. And if they work for us, it should be free. But when these large corporations come in here and they haven't ever paid a diamond tax to our county, they should be billed for the county staff time. And we're going to see about getting this corrected because this is just totally unfair. Then at one o'clock, the Cypress Creek representatives went over to the west side and met with Jake Anderson, the commissioner. And I didn't know they were going there. I thought they were supposed to meet at the building here. So Jake pulled a fast one on us, got him to come over there, and I have no idea what went on there. But Jake has been a person that's been trying to derail the existing solar moratorium because he thinks moratoriums hurt the people when, in fact, a moratorium is something that helps the people. It it stops a project from being permitted until the citizens get to have input on it. And we can change it when we have our upcoming hearing. I want all the citizens who oppose solar development in our county to participate in that, whether it's in person, by Zoom, uh, email, handwritten letter, whatever. We need people to say you support the moratorium and you want the uh, solar solar ordinances written to protect our county because it is crucial for the future of our county.
0: Well, you know, the thing is, is like you say. I mean, the, the thing that impacts our county so much, and these backdoor deals—basically, what's going on—and these, and uh, you know, the thing is, the citizens are paying these people to uh, represent us, and like you said, they're representing these other companies. They have no business, as far as I'm concerned, on something that is so uh, demanding of our resources and, and our quality of life here that uh, we don't get to hear what's going on. I, I mean, I don't know if this is illegal or not, but it's, it, it's not ethical.
1: I agree with you. You know, if, if a citizen's want to build a, a barn or something like that on their property, I don't need to know about it. But when, we're talking six thousand acres for Cypress Creek, twenty-five hundred acres for Inver Energy. I don't know how many acres for Nextera. That's a big. That's a big project, and it has major impacts on all the other citizens and their properties that that are even close to them, let alone adjoining to them. So I believe these meetings should be open and free to the public. We all ought to be able to hear what's said. Our county employees should be wanting to be open and honest and transparent, and let us hear as well as these solar companies who claim to be so good for us, but yet they come in secretly leasing, getting leases on the land, and then they want private meetings. So they aren't they aren't the upstanding corporation that they pretend to be. They're just here to take advantage of our county, make a lot of money, and then they're gonna disappear back to Santa Monica, California, where Cypress Creek's representatives come from and live a happy life. They don't have a a solar farm next to their house. So they don't care what happens here, and that's the problem.
0: Yeah. And, you know, if you look at other areas where they've had uh, citizens that were really concerned about what this solar development was going to be and how it was going to affect their communities. And they, but the Cypress Creek, especially the ones we're talking about right now, New Mexico, Virginia, uh, and other places they do the same thing they're making these backdoor deals with the commissioners and it's almost it and in a lot of areas it's it's pretty obvious i mean i when i talked to jonathan lesser from the manhattan institute he brought up the same thing that this is um basically that these solar companies are uh corrupt and they are making deals with these commissioners and i don't know what kind of uh how that works to benefit them or not. But anyway, it's just, it's echo. what's going on here just echoes what's going on in other areas.
1: Well, that's true. The, these solar companies are only in business to make all the money on the front end. They get all the tax subsidies from the Department of Energy, and then they get a production tax credits, investment tax credit, uh, equity financing. They get all kind of perks. Then they come to the state and Governor Inslee gives them even more, more breaks. And then they come to our county and they get breaks here because the, the wind projects and the solar project in Bickleton, uh, they they don't use the correct method of assessment for the personal property. So every year we give them an 8.5% tax break. So every year we lose 8.5% tax revenue from these renewables. They're, they're here because our county's easy pickings. They they get all kind of benefits by being here. And most of these corporations in Cypress Creek is one of them. They they had a project in Pendleton and they they built it and they got all that money on the front end from all these subsidies and tax breaks. And they kept that project about a year and a half and then they sold it. And then they make money off of it. Then they turn around and they go to another area and start another new project, sneak in, get the late the land leased. Then they go to the county, they get their permit, they build the project, they get all that money, and they just leapfrog from one project to another, uh, scamming our country every day of the week. And it, it hurts us because it's our tax money getting wasted on on a, wind and solar is a joke. It's never going to supply the electricity they claim. It's not cleaning up in the environment. We know all the negatives about it. But until we can convince the leaders to step up and do their job, it's going to continue.
0: Well, you know, the thing is, is what what's really sad is that these people that are leasing property are dealing with professionals that are professional con artists, is what they are. And they are probably some of the best. And they know how to manipulate and work things that uh, benefit their company. Because like you said, they're into making not millions, billions of dollars off of this solar. And they that's... That's their main incentive is to uh, generate and suck up as much tax money as they can to uh, for the benefit of their company and their selves.
1: That's true. The one contract that I have that was given to me by a, a local who turned the contract down, it actually shows in there that uh, if the federal tax subsidies or the state tax breaks or the county tax breaks, any of that diminishes or is removed from them in the contract, they have a right to come back to the the landowner and renegotiate their lease and give them less money per acre. And, you know, that's just a a bad deal for them. They're going to lose out on it. And these solar companies are there just to look out for themselves in that same contract. They require the landowners to supply water for them to clean clean their solar panels. So the landowner's probably going to have to have a well drilled out there, $50,000, $60,000 out of his pocket. But they're they're here to make the money. They're going to pay these landowners $550 an acre, and they're going to make their money. The landowners will. But in 20 years from now, when all these solar panels are dead, maybe not even 20 years, and these corporations walk away from the project or they go bankrupt, the landowners will be responsible for the cleanup. Mochi Limblad, the planning director, said that, in a meeting during the model decommissioning uh, hearings. She said ultimately the landowners will be responsible for the cleanup. So the the folks now that are leasing their land, they're going to leave a mess for their, their children or their grandchildren, and they'll be responsible for it.
0: Well, you know, the <laughs> that's looking down the road. It's such a sad ending on this solar. And, you know, we're not getting any real benefit from it. The amount of electricity that it's going to make is – nothing compared to what if you look at the alternative possibilities of gas or uh, modular nuclear uh, power or even geothermal anything you know that's really beneficial where this is just uh, gobbles up acres and acres of agricultural land and then like he said 30 50 years whatever if they end up with a 50 year you've got you uh thousands, millions of acres probably by the time it's over of useless land that can't be uh, rebuilt. I mean, it may be in thousands of years it could. I don't know. But I mean, that's the thing. The, the private meetings and all this stuff that's going on, and we're talking about destruction of thousands and thousands of acres. And it's like, it's just sit down and shut up. and We'll do what we want, you know, and that's, kind of where we're at but i hope that with your uh, insistence on these moratoriums and where it's finally got some movement forward that we can get something accomplished
1: well you know that's what we need we have ordinances throughout this county for for everything and to not have ordinances for the development of solar to regulate how it's sited where it's placed who it who it comes close to eliminated coming close to people. I mean, when you talk two acres of lithium-ion batteries like Cypress, Cypress Creek is proposing here near Fish Hatchery Road, if that battery bank was to explode, I mean, we can have firefighters injured who are there responding to the fire, and we can have billowing clouds of hydrofluoric acid that's going to kill people in the surrounding areas downwind from it. I mean, there's nothing good about this. It's... then it's just a bad deal all the way around. We we just can't allow this to happen. You know, back in 2011, the county commissioners, at the recommendation of the Planning Commission, banned marijuana from our county because they said that that posed a danger to the safety, health, and welfare of the citizens. And now we're coming up on a moratorium for solar, and I can tell you that solar is a thousand times more dangerous than marijuana. So I I'd like to see us try to get solar ban from our whole county because it poses a greater danger to the safety, health and welfare of the citizens than marijuana ever did. And that's something we need to look at because our county has done its share. We've got eight hundred wind turbines. We've got the largest solar site in the state. It's time for these thirty-eight other counties to pick up and do their fair share, especially Bainbridge Island, where Governor Inslee lives. Let's put some let's put some solar farms and some wind turbines over there. How about a few wind turbines in Puget Sound right off the the coast of Seattle there? And let's see how those people like it. You know, they they earmarked, DNR earmarked 300,000 acres of DNR land on the east side of the Cascades for solar development, but they couldn't find one acre of ground on the west side for solar development. So well, there you go. They want all that renewables on the east side of the Cascades. So we have to look at look at them and put up with them and be endangered by them.
0: Well, Greg, I mean, thanks to your research and the stuff that you've done and Cease has done that uh, the negative issues for solar are tremendous. The positive are very few. And, you know, that's just. I mean, we could spend a lot of time going over all the negative issues, and hopefully, we will cover some more of them. But uh, I just want to thank you, Greg, for being with me today. I've been talking to Greg Wagner. He is the founder of cease2020.org, and Greg, uh, you have got a new um, on on Facebook. Yeah, you there have been placed uh, a cease2020 site there that uh it's got a lot of information on it also
1: yeah we updated the site to give more information on the upcoming on the moratorium and upcoming public hearings we're trying to keep it up to date so people can stay up to date uh the commissioners will be responsible for putting it uh ad in the newspaper but that will fall under the legal section and most people don't know to look there for the hearings I think we're going to take and go ahead and put some ads in the paper, too, so people will see a bigger ad and know what's going on. But we need everybody to show up. This is our last chance. We need to, to sh- have a strong showing of opposition to the solar development, and we need to possibly – well, we'll get ordinance, Was I think we need to try to ban it and get it out of our county altogether.
0: Well, thank you, Greg. And we've been talking with Greg Wagner. Like I said, he's the founder of Cease. And, uh, you know, we the eye on Click Attack County is going to concentrate on more of these facts and updates that Greg brings us on the solar issues, because there's stuff going on right now that is just not right that we should be alerted to and pay attention to what's going on. And thank you again, Greg.
1: Oh, you're welcome, Dale. Glad to be here.